I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. Yo, it's episode nine. 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 Welcome back. Uh, today is going to be a little different. Welcome to Stories to Screen. I'm your host, Blueberry Probert, and my co host is. Gamica Player. There we go. Uh, today, we are actually doing a comic adaptation to an animated film. So that's different. It, we're cheating, basically, until we episode are cheating. 10. We've been trying to watch Suicide Squad for like three weeks now. Can't can't get through it, man. I made the mistake of downloading the extended edition. It's more extendedly bad. It's extendedly... It's extendably worse. <laughs> oh, but God. today, we're talking about... Batman the Killing Joke, the animated film that came out in 2016, I think. But anywho, it was was originally uh, written by Alan Moore, and the artist that uh, we were using for the deluxe edition of it was Brylan Bolin. Brylan Bolin. Brylan Bolin. Say that to me. Okay. So, do you want to get into your expectations? Uh, for the film, I expected it to be better. <laughs> okay, that's, um, that's kind of like your review at the same time. <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, initially, I expected um, some unique animation. Um, uh, I also expected it to not be very long because the original graphic novel is pretty short. You can read it in like probably 20 minutes. Um uh, I think that's pretty much it. Just, I was hoping for a unique adaption, but this is Warner Brothers, so nothing okay, unique. Bit, 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 bit. Okay, all right. We'll talk smack in a minute. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, I also expected all the OG cast from the animated series. Uh, for the most part, it was. I think I don't think Batgirl was originally Tara Strong. I might be wrong about that. Well, mostly OG. It, it's not like important enough to look up, but. I think the Batgirl. Oh, and Ray Fine was definitely not uh, Commissioner Gordon. No, definitely not. <laughs> Man, that'd be awesome though. That's how Ray he's, Fine he's got actor. started acting. Yeah, I, I thought he was good. Do you know the six degree link between him and uh, Liam Neeson? No. Schindler's List. No matter. Oh. So he was in Batman Begins, Liam Neeson, and then Ray Fine's. So no matter what, they're the six, it's like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Uh, I get what you're saying. It's Very like cool. a just a phrase when stuff like that is linked somehow. I just funny because you never see Kevin ba- Kevin Bacon in anything anymore, so it doesn't work. <laughs> He's in stuff, just not anything that anyone sees. <laughs> I've watched some stuff. Tremors, Footloose. Anywho, so did you have any good expectations that you were excited for? Or you were excited for good artwork? Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting similar stuff. I wanted to see good animations with really quality voice actors. When I heard that Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy were on board, the traditional Joker and Batman voices through all your childhood, I was like, oh, man. And a rated R rating, I was so excited. I was expecting some really brutal, hardcore uh, visual imagery. Yeah, this is um, Warner Brothers animation first R-rated 
animated film. So it was a really big gamble, actually, for the do that. The budget was about 3.5 mil, and they ended up making 4.4 million. I don't know how great that is in animation terms, but in film terms, some people would consider that a loss. I think most of it was towards the cast, to be honest. Probably. I don't Uh, imagine the, the animation they used cost them that much money. All right, so I think uh, if we, we we explain our expectations, what we expected, we might go a little into a review too easily. So I think now is a great time to take a break. Take a break, take a break, take a break. All right, we'll see you guys in a minute. I mean, within the first probably 40 minutes, there's no Joker. Yeah. That, okay. So so let's break this down. Let's um, let's do the review first and then do the comparison to the comics. Okay. So review. Not great. I would probably give this uh, maybe a four or five out of ten. Ooh. That's a lot. Yeah. Very disappointing. All right. This and- is like, this comic is extremely iconic and it's sacred. very famous it's one that almost every joker has based their joker on and it's basically the origin story that we've been going by for years now mm-hmm. which is unique because this came out you know it's not like this came out in the 50s or the 60s it came out in like 80s 90s mm-hmm. so um a few things i didn't like animation is not great inconsistent it's, yeah it's no it's inconsistent like you said and i really expected something different the poster looks dope as fuck and i was like oh if it looks like that that's fine but of course warner brothers does their typical basic bitch animation and don't even try to do something unique um batman looks awful he He's, does. his proportions make no fucking sense like you said his ears look like fucking devil they go horns. inward he looks weird. They hook in. His bat symbol keeps changing size every time he comes <laughs> on screen. He's got like a, the biggest chest I've ever seen on him and then a tiny ass waist. Like he just looks terrible. He, and his suit looks basic. He's like, on the Michael Phelps program. Basically. <laughs> what, he smokes pot and then swims? Yeah, he's got a big chest, no legs. Oh wait, no, is it backwards? Is he fish? I forget. Is he a fish? I don't know. <laughs> Check out the next episode. Is Batman a gay fish? <laughs> Anywho. So, yeah, Batman's suit. <laughs> he l- he also didn't have any gadgets on his suit. What's so funny? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you okay? I'm okay. Keep going. I, I'm this. I'm just... The animation is... I just picture a different Batman every 10 seconds. It's like the Dark Knight Returns Batman turns into the Dark Knight Batman. He just keeps changing his workout regime every time he comes on screen. Oh, that's so One day it's leg day, next day it's ass. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So that extended story you were talking about for the first 40 minutes. Oh. It, uh. So I went to the premiere of this movie at Comic-Con whenever it came out. And uh, the directors mentioned, you know, there's a little additional July twenty fifth to be specific. It's, yeah, that it's was right Comic-Con. there on that your was, computer. What, that's Friday night. Um, 
but yeah, I went, I saw it. I didn't hate it, um, but there is like 40 minutes. Like, what they were trying to do is because Alan Moore's comic kind of bases itself in the lore this is review. of Batman comics. Yes, I know that. But I'm just explaining why there's a difference. Yeah, that's sort of the next segment. Yeah. I'm doing it now. Okay. <laughs> Long story short, uh, they added a whole bunch of story that doesn't work. So I'm using it in terms of review. It doesn't just work. It's Well, the, what they did, we'll explain, was they added Batgirl, like I think you said. Which makes sense. And I think what they were trying to do is add more drama because, spoiler, um, she gets shot by the Joker and she becomes paralyzed. And basically what happens is they they focus on her and they create a romantic story. She straight up has sex with Batman, like, out of nowhere on a rooftop. They're just arguing and then she jumps on top of him and he's just laying there. And she's like, blah, blah, and just starts like... He's in the costume the whole time. And I think that's what makes it weird for me. I just like how he does the typical non-reaction Batman. He's just like staring at her. Yeah, he's like... Just blank face. Yeah, it's not romantic as he's just like, I'm Batman. Basically. <laughs> I, I just I just think it's... Um, it would be funny, like, how Batman has sex. Like, how he disappears on everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, man, that was he great just, for me. Yeah. He just leaves cab fare and is out the window. <laughs> so she just goes to the bathroom, turns around, he's fucking gone. Why do you not, not even in the bed, like, like, ten seconds yeah, after just, they're done. She just, turns over in the and bed he's and gone. he's gone. And there's just, like, a ceiling fan spinning. Like, what? <laughs> like why <laughs> this dick. isn't super uncommon i've seen this in a couple of comics it but doesn't we'll, we'll work talk about it. it in the story the i think the director who was it that was sam lou and bruce tim the producer we're we're explaining that you know not everyone has seen all Batgirl. like batgirl doesn't have that much of a screen presence as of right now. So they're trying to involve her more so that there's more of a toll. Yeah, but this wasn't the one. You, no. This definitely wasn't the one to do it whatsoever. This uh, is... You can't just add on a story to a super iconic origin story of the the main villain of a character. It, it just also changes work. the tone. It just changes yeah, the tone. Like halfway through. Because it doesn't fit. the. I'm, I'm not going to get into the comic. But anyway... Um, also, what's annoying is she's a very stereotypical female. Like, she doesn't, she, I don't feel like she acts like the normal Barbara who's like, you know, she's, she's pretty witty. She's like, always aware. Uh And this, she's like, she gets tricked by a fucking random ass thug who's got like a fetish for her or whatever. Yeah. Franz Gruber or whatever the fuck his his name is. Franz Gruber. That's good. (laughs) Diehard reference. Uh, Paris Franz. He's an original character. Just came in this movie. He basically is supposed to be Batgirl's version of the Joker. But he's literally just a punk. He's just an idiot who who makes very misogynistic references. And that's the thing. You're right. It's not like where Joker will make a joke and Batman will just be like, punch. I'm Batman. She'll like feed into it like he'll go like she's into it and she even says she's like i think it's kind of cute and i'm like who the fuck wrote this this person has murdered a couple people so she's she said she found it flattering that he is into her yeah and batman's like what the hell's wrong with you yeah joker's (laughs) into me in a really weird way don't find it flattering 
But then Batman's also kind of weird. His absolutely, a man weird. wrote that 100%. There's no way. That's just so stupid. Yeah. Especially when she's trained by Batman. Yeah, I'm sure, like... He he wouldn't recruit someone who falls <laughs> that easily for some random-ass thug. Pat- Batman 101. Don't fall in love with psychopath killers. <laughs> Actually, it's funny, because I think Batman does that, like, consistently. Maybe he listens Well, remember the joke I made at the end? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that's what happens. Probably. All right, maybe you should tell the audience, because... Th- they don't know about the joke that you said last night. Oh, so, so what happens at the end of the comic is like the way it, it the final scene is joke. The Joker tells a joke and they start laughing together. And he like Batman like puts his hands on his shoulders. It's gonna be and important. it starts to like the camera starts to like pan down away from it. I'm like they probably just made out. <laughs> Because so, you were like, oh, yeah. did did he kill him? Did he just put him in jail? That's the like, original intention. I'm like, they made out. <laughs> they made out. So there's Back really... was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Don't follow your own fucking rule. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Um, in... <laughs> That's uh, sorry. That that's one of the things I don't like. I put the ending. The ending is supposed to be implied. It's supposed to be the whole point of the killing joke is Joker's going overboard, sadistic to try to prove a point that anyone could be as insane as he is. And the ending of the comic is supposed to imply that either Batman cracked or brought him in by the book. So what happens is the comic is just silhouette. So you just see Batman grabbing joker and his face kind of looks angry so uh you hear joker laughing and then it stops and then it just shows the water so it pans down so the implication is did he kill him did he not kill him we don't know because we don't know who's laughing and who's not and they do something similar in the movie but i guess there is the third option that they could have just made out i didn't i didn't i didn't consider that and do it do you think alan moore considered that Oh, 100%. He's written some <laughs> weird shit before. If he so. ever listens to this, he's going to kill us. He's probably like, they get it. They get it. <laughs> well, and even Batman mentions in both the, the comic and the movie, he's like, how can two people that don't know each other hate, hate each other so, so much. much? But now when he told oh the joke. Oh, my God. We can re-edit this movie with, like, Marvin Gaye. Let's yeah. get it on. <laughs> That's not the so right song. In- oh, what am I doing? Oh, is that Al Green? That's Al Green. <laughs> you do that every time. I do it every time. I love both albums. That's Let's Stay artists. Together, not Let's Get It On. I do that every time. <laughs> like when you mix black and back. God, I am tired. And I wish the excuse was that it was like 3 a.m., but I think it's like 11. So yeah, I you woke up that. at 10. <laughs> Still uh, tired. Damn. It's had a long week. That's why the shit's late. Sorry. Um,. Sorry, sorry, Garrett. Sorry, Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, what were some of your likes? Did you have any? Oh, I'm sorry. I actually have a couple more dislikes real quick. The acting. I have more dislikes, too. Okay, so let's just go go through the dislikes. You go first. Honestly, I was expecting some amazing voice actors. Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill. They don't always work. So, there's a part where of the Joker's origin that they go back to the Red Hood story, which actually I, I totally forgot the Red Hood story came from the Killing Joke. Um, I, I didn't remember it that way. But uh, he has like a joke. Like, he has like, he like failed a punchline. He's like a failed comedian trying to support his wife and unborn child. But it, it just sounds like Mark Hamill with a nasally accent. It's not like his 
psychotic Joker that is like almost uncopyable. It's just like this. Oh God, I'm such a failure. <laughs> oh boy, just like, Mark Hamill on a, just Mark on a Hamill Tuesday. On a Tuesday, and I just I don't enjoy it. <laughs> it doesn't work. And Kevin Conroy like phones it in in like three lines. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the dialogue gets pretty bad. It's not, it's not all their fault. I think the like the writing that isn't Alan Moore, word for word, everything that isn't from the comic is dumb as shit. So the first forty minutes, at least. Yeah, and then some stuff they added. I didn't. I didn't like what they they would change a word or two in the uh, the. But comic. I don't. Hate, I don't it, you can't change like the speeches in in the uh, comic. I think they work for the most part. I thought they 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 brought a musical number from the comic into the movie, and I thought that was okay. But then the animation went down. Quality was like yeah, a zero. It did, yeah, the animation didn't match the gravity of the story at it all. It was like super hyper realistic at some points. Where like when he shoots Barbara, you're like, oh shit, that's HD. And then it's oh, like shit. HD, HD. Oh shit standard definition whatever yeah it goes to like 420p it's like <laughs> not good no it just goes really bad like half the time it goes from like uh the witcher to minecraft real quick yeah man you're hating on minecraft again <laughs> uh story arcs the Batgirl story arc romantic story arc it doesn't work uh, the whole Paris Franz thing. It's like 40 minutes and it doesn't That's add such anything. such a stupid name. Paris Franz. Paris Franz. My name's Russi Russia. <laughs> My name's Mosk Russia. No, it's got to be like two names of the country. No, it's Paris like... is in France. Oh, right. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> so it's like, my name's LA California. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Okay, stupid. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're on the same page. And then uh, it has the gay dude in it, like where Barbara's telling d- telling him about how she is dating yeah, Batman. Yeah, but doesn't say who he is. It's just so pointless. The, the writing doesn't make sense. And it's like, like, it's just he's such a flat character. Why just, like, why bring it in? Like, that we whole thing is pointless. You could honestly cut that entire thing out. It has nothing to the story. I think if you cut out the first 40 minutes. It, I, we would have enjoyed it a lot more. Maybe we should re-edit it. It's a pretty easy edit. Just go like middle cut, because <laughs> that's what's so great. Like, there's a lot of things that get ruined with it. For well, so, for example, if, I think how I would have done it is done the first half of the movie in flashbacks, uh-huh. in between. Sure, why not? I, I mean, flashbacks like, work better. Yeah, and then just condense the flashbacks. Don't put like 40 minutes of flashbacks. Put like you know two minutes flashbacks here and there. Yeah. That's kind of how the killing joke already works. Yeah, so I feel like that would work better. It would have made more sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the problem is basically a movie happens, 40 minutes, and then another movie happens, which is the killing joke. So in between there, there's a scene where Batman finds all these Joker victims. And he's like, well, I'm going to go to Arkham Asylum because he's been in prison. To us, the viewer, that already means that Joker has escaped. But what's so great about the the comic is... We don't know that he escaped yet. So it kind of just, it's its own condensed story that tells itself. As opposed to just, oh, well, this is going to be highly predictable. Not only because we read it, but because the way that you've set it up makes it way easier yeah. to predict. Some of the dialogue was pretty good, though. But no, that, that that's the comic book, not the adaptation. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> oh, there's uh, actually one line where it's like, don't underestimate him. And I thought that was good. 
but it's now when I said it out loud, it didn't sound as good. <laughs> I mean, without context, no. It could just be the guy at the donut shop. Don't underestimate him. <laughs> Don't underestimate the donut. <laughs> All right. Uh, ending story arcs, writing. Oh, right. Yeah, the dialogue was just really bad. Like, Batgirl starts beating up Paris Franz, and he's like, must be that time of the month. And I'm like, did you need that? I mean, even as a douchebag, that's not even good writing. No. Like, that's not clever at all. He calls his old man a dinosaur. Like, again, again. And that's the thing. It's is, so, like, childish. It's not. It's supposed to be rated R. That's what I was about to get into, is the fact that it's a rated R animated film, and you and you still hired kid writers. It's like, why? It doesn't work. They just go, like... I think that was more just a selling point. I don't think it really means anything, because they say shit, like, once, and that's probably the worst word uh-huh. that they say. And I think she's like, that's BS. Which I'm is like, that funny. doesn't fit. No, what, right? Like, without she talks. But if you like play the Batman Arkham games, those games feel rated R, and then you're like, oh wait, they're rated T for teen? What yeah. the fuck? Like those games are the, sadistic. Yeah, it's the, the tone. Yeah, the tone and the, the gravity writing. and whatever is all adult. It feels real. Uh they do say bat freak a lot in the video game. They're like, hey bat freak. And that's kind of It's the bat. It's the bat, yeah. He's like, Yeah, it's me. Remember that one time you like uh, ran some dudes over, and they f- they were fine. Yeah, I I straight up blew up a dude and in the Batman Arkham one. game <laughs> for like an hour. I just You're like I where's chased, he going? I chased him like one mile per hour in a Batmobile just to see where he would go. <laughs> Turns out around the entire island. <laughs> you just like <laughs> imagine being that guy, just being Don't chased at one mile per hour. Batman just telling the dude. Don't underestimate him. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun episode. <laughs> uh, for such a not fun movie. Okay, so let's. Uh, let, uh, is there anything you liked? Come on, there's got to be something you liked. I don't know. I didn't. I fell asleep the first time we tried to watch it. Yeah, you fell asleep. Twice during Suicide Squad and once during this. By the way, Suicide Squad, next episode. <laughs> if I make it through the movie. We have literally 20 minutes. We can do it. There's only 20 minutes left? Or 25. I feel like it's longer. Because we're at the point where she like falls out the helicopter, right? Or a little bit That's after that. That's where you fell asleep? Yeah. Shit, never mind. <laughs> we got like an hour. You God have, you have 20 minutes. I I thought you fell asleep like oh my god right oh man that's so I've bad. seen the movie twice I I we know we're watching happened. it again oh no <laughs> <laughs> anywho here's some things I liked since you're such a negative Nancy and that voice acting's all right yeah that was mine <laughs> <laughs> I had nostalgia it's just same same people so it's they're they're always good oh I hit the mic uh action and um, I like the action the animation like. 20, 20, 30 minutes in, it still has the Paris France storyline, but Batgirl starts, like, whooping ass, like, really fast with boomerangs and shit, and I'm like, that's cool. But then they kind of invalidate her, because Batman comes in and, like, beats up six dudes. She's, like, running all over the place, just trying to fight four dudes. Then Batman comes in and just breaks the shit out of them. I'm like, you kind of invalidated Batgirl. <laughs> that's a very good point. Yeah. Um, that's about it. All nostalgia-based. Um, I really enjoyed it. I do enjoy hearing those classic lines. 
And there was kind of some nice Easter eggs where they threw in lines from like the Dark Knight, like Batman goes, swear to me. And it's like, oh, it's like the it's like the movie that was good. Yeah. And they had the little animation from the Dark Knight. Yeah. When he has all the things on his computer. Yeah. So I I don't like I don't like that. Oh, I thought we're in likes. Oh, my bad. You're still in dislike. I disagree with you. I don't. I don't like that. Okay, then never mind. You can't just take lines from other Batman movies that are good. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I would do if I'm being honest. Um, I don't know. I think there were like just hearing those lines come to like the last thirty minutes are actually really enjoyable. Yeah, because that's the killing joke. Yeah, I know. So if all right, if you're going to watch this movie, just watch the last forty minutes. Yeah, that's about it. Because, like, I love hearing those, like, classic lines. Like, uh, basically, I just love the Joker's motive in this. He's... Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so we'll go to the comics for that. Yeah, then. let's Then I'm done. I'm done talking shit. <laughs> let's switch it up, guys. All right, we're going to take another fake break. But I'm going to jump in exactly where I was going. singing uh some old classics so marvin gave then sings al, al green, green. <laughs> all right so the comic. comic adaptation so this this discludes not includes the Dis- first discludes? 40, discludes the first 40 minutes of the film we're just going to be talking about the killing joke adaptation oh and there's actually let's see one second you, I have to, I have to look up one comic because I forgot to write it down. So, uh, you talk about most of the things how they're accurate to the comic. Well, let's talk about who wrote it. Alan Moore. Yep. Uh, and- <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? And uh, Brian Boland and or uh, did the art for the version I have, which is the deluxe edition. Um, I think it's the same. It just looks like a little bit better, for the most part. Um. The graphic novel, it's it's an interesting one because it drops in the middle of a story. It doesn't it's not like normal comics where it's either continuing a story or has a beginning, middle, end. It just starts with Batman going to Arkham looking for the Joker. And he's like, it's it's more of a tit for tat. It's more about their dynamic as um as uh arch enemies. Um uh, when he's in Arkham, um, it someone who appears to be the Joker is like just playing with cards, and he's like, "Oh well, um, who's who's gonna kill who first? We have to figure this shit out, basically." And it's not the Joker. The Joker escaped Arkham, basically. So the whole the Joker's whole plan, basically, in this comic, is to pr- prove that he like he finds. His situation ridiculous and the whole situation of Batman dressing up and beating the shit out of him ridiculous. It's it's ironic that everyone's like, I'm insane because I'm a killer clown. But this dude is dressing up as a bat and beating the shit out of people. We and both, everyone's okay with it. 
Right, exactly. And he's like, Commissioner Gordon, I, Batman is just as crazy as I am. And more importantly, he's like, anyone can be crazy if you just have one bad day. So he tries making the commissioner go crazy by paralyzing his daughter, taking pictures of her naked, and showing him to her in like a weird carnival ride with a bunch of midgets. Um, How did he do that in that short amount of time? Ah, man, he's, it's, he's a miracle worker of sorts. Because he also, literally took the pictures and drove them over there and then put them in the ride. Yeah, projectors. He probably used iCloud and, you know, just synced him over. Or, or maybe something. he just um, gave him a hallucinogen or something what? along the way. Like a oh, joke or no, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, he tries him crazy and all this jazz stuff with this whole carnival circus event. Um, so what they changed in the beginning of the film with the Batman and um, Barbara Batgirl romance isn't the first time that happened. Uh, Rules of Engagement, DC Universe Rebirth, Batman, uh, issue number 33. Also, we see something where Batman gets um, Barbara pregnant after, what's his name, gets back. It's very dramatic. That would not happen. It's it's very dramatic, and it's kind of weird. Not a lot of people loved it, but I can see it happening. Like, it makes sense. But I think the most stoic Batman would not. He's a real asshole in this comic, but I remember. Even if he even if they had some kind of relationship he would not get her pregnant that's just dumb it's and it's also very yeah, weird because a gadget for everything it's also very <laughs> i know just the condom. the d the d pregnant ray that he has <laughs> <laughs> the d pregnant ray uh, it makes more sense than shark repellent <laughs> <laughs> it's more more uh, convenient i guess <laughs> what <laughs> anyway you you would not let that happen number one number two his relationship with barbara is like a teacher student um mentorship it's and not he's into that <laughs> he's not though he's into women that are like independent and that you know could take him on that's why he got uh talia al ghul pregnant because mm-hmm. she's like on her own fucking page she's like she's like Batman, I'll help you out. I don't give a fuck about anything else that you got to do. If you get in my way, I will fuck you up. And he's like, that shit's hot. <laughs> <laughs> or like someone like Wonder Woman, she's like, I can break you in like a million he's different like, bones. He's like, that shit is hot. That shit's hot. <laughs> I can also cut your head off. Oh, please. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think he would have anything, even if he had a fling with her, anything more than that. It, and it would be a very like, a big slight on his part or a big a big slip up not not a big slip up like but like yeah uh, <laughs> it's uh, odd for sure but it's so when <laughs> when she's like pregnant is she still like working or so she just, sh- she's she just not zipping around zipping around pregnant no so <laughs> that's actually kind of it's kind of a sad comic book uh because basically uh for I forget which Robin. Pretty sure it's Tim Drake. But the Robin comes back. It's like, hey, we should uh, get stuff back to going. I don't. It's, I don't think it's Dick Grayson. It might be. I forget. Why it's don't see how he could be upset about it if he was not dating? Well, because they were. They dated. They broke up, and then she slept with Batman. Got pregnant. Then he came back. It's like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, oh, hey. And then she's like, hey, by the way, I'm pregnant. He's like, oh. Oh, I think it is Dick. He's like, tell Dick I said congratulations. And she's like, he's been back for one week. And this is four weeks he's old. He's like, man, hitting it. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, me? Aw, oh, shit. Deep pregnant, Ray. <laughs> Deep pregnant, Ray. 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, Barbara, would you mind standing in this giant cylinder? The death chamber? She's like, where's your bathroom? <laughs> it's over there. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's like this giant syringe. Uh, don't, don't worry don't about worry it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Why is uh, there a doctor in the bathroom? <laughs> God. Um, yeah, just a really weird kind of... Um, no, that just fling. sounds like stupid drama. That's yeah, so pointless. That's the only thing I could found. Everything else comes directly from the killing joke. And it's really cool to see that come to life. Uh, you know, Joker's whole plan with the sadistic kind of torture. Uh, Batman having to conflict himself with, you know... Because this is like one of the first comic books where Batman really goes like, I might have to kill somebody. Like that's just something like the realism, and like that's that's Batman. What I like is in this one, yeah, the killing joke. Yeah, Batman realizes like there's it's probably gonna happen where I kill you or you kill me. It's the first time where Batman is realistic to the extent where he's like someone will have to die in this situation, because Batman's always the kind of guy that avoids death unless it's Batman for Superman where he openly murders people for no good reason. Uh, other than that, oh, he might have, he might have a good reason, just you know. He not, avoid, he, not he, what he's supposed to do. Yeah, he tries not to kill in like any circumstance. At least he throws humans. like fucking grenades and shit everywhere. People are definitely dead in that movie. Yeah, or when he got shot in the head. Oh god. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, Ooh, that was a three-hour uh, piece of shit. Oh, that was good. still have that episode to do. Uh, Shouldn't have brought it Justice up. Justice League comes out next month. Oh, hopefully that won't be bad. So maybe we should do that on that week. Maybe. So we always play very chill music that you guys can't hear, and a really good one just came on. Mario Water level music came on. It's a good one. Um, But yeah, so that's basically it for comics. The Red Hood story is kind of in there. Um, You got your your Killing Joke story. It's about it. And then that romance is only seen in one comic and and Rebirth. I really like the Joker in this. I think he's at his most sadistic in this comic. He makes really morbid jokes after he shoots Barbara. Oh, yeah. Like, this is like roast me Reddit type of joke. Yeah, he... Like basically compares Barbara to a coffee table edition in a book saying she's a softback because he just paralyzed her. Uh, It's like really morbid. And see, that's the kind of thing I'd expect from a Joker movie. Why don't you do that for Jared Leto? Just have like an Alan Moore Joker. You know, one that's super sadistic, trying to prove a... Because this is is Warner Brothers. (sighs) Well, what I like is I noticed a lot of the Dark Knight did take from this... Even like, even his speech at the end of the Dark Knight, he's saying like, um... There's a big psychology to the Joker, yeah. and people like he's, like he's people like, see him as this. crazy. Yeah, he says something like, "I could do this forever. I could just keep keep on trying to fuck with you forever." That's and a good I point. love it. The Dark Knight does take elements of this. Joker. And then he also talks about how he tried to turn Harvey Dent. That's actually a great point. Oh my god, that's so similar. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is I just realized that comic book I referenced, The Dark Knight and your movie, come way after this comic book. So there's no way that they influenced it. If anything, no. What do you mean? Like, the comic book I just referenced yeah. came out after the other comic. So there's no way that it actually adapted from that. And it came after the movie, too. So if anything, this comic book took from the movie. But that says 2014. Never mind. <laughs> I was right, and then I was wrong about me being wrong, so I was right. Gotcha. But, um, 
yeah, I mean, the Dark Knight's gonna be a totally different episode, but I do, I, I noticed a lot of that reference, because I haven't read the comic book in a long time, and I totally forgot about it. That will be a good episode. Mm -hmm. That'll be like a, a two-hour episode. <laughs> oh my god. So, as an adaptation, how does this do? Dude, it's trash. Uh, don't get me wrong, voice actors always on point. It's just, for something, like I said, that's this memorable, this iconic, they should have done a lot more. It felt really rushed. What would it you have done? Totally done unique animation, maybe even exactly like the style of the comic. It would have probably cost a lot of money. It's very detailed, but to me, it would be worth it. If I saw that on screen, I'd be like, yo, I'll fucking buy the Blu-ray. I'll buy the special original, edition. original comic, because we read the deluxe one just now. Uh, it's just weird. a little bit touched up. It's not that no, much No, like the sky is orange behind Arkham. It's actually like really artistically trippy. Yeah, do it like that. Oh, it would be. I, I'm just saying like... You know what I would love to everyone. do? I would love to direct a live action. Killing Joke? Yeah. It'd be easy. Yeah, that was the thing is I was just expecting them to expand the story elements that were already in the Killing Joke, not add a whole nother story for Batgirl. And that, that really sound like the best thing. that really killed it because, like I said, it's the you don't see the Joker for forty minutes. Yeah, like I'm sure people went into the theater at, at Comic Con. They're like, "Is this the right movie?" Well, we <laughs> had the directors come out and tell us like what was going to happen. Like we added a little bit, if but at like twenty five minutes, I looked at my watch and I'm like. A All little right, where bit. Where the fuck is Joker? <laughs> and I'm sure if they hadn't have told you that, people probably would have just walked the fuck out. No, we waited like three hours in line. I, 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 was, I wasn't out. walking out. I'm like, where's the killing joke? What's this Batgirl bullshit? Mm. So it's it's disappointing, like I said. You wouldn't like... I think Watchmen is a great adaptation. I think it pretty much nails the the, um, the casting. Also the Alan look. Moore. Again, Alan Moore movie. And I feel like they they really tried to make it as close as possible. They didn't change a thing except for parts of the ending, which both work in their own way, depending on... I actually prefer the movie. Well, the it's just Alan Moore. I know. That's his style. I get it. <laughs> so it works in both contexts. Obviously, I don't think the Alan Moore ending would have worked as well if it was um, on screen. So what you're arguing, basically, is... <laughs> If you're going to do an adaptation of such a beloved source material, sometimes... Just do it exactly the mm -hmm. way it is. There's no point in changing anything. As Andrew Dudley once said, the best type of transformation is a transformation in fidelity. I learned that from a, my cinema class. There's like three Sounds ways to like that. Sounds like some hippie. It is very hippie, but it's basically like transform and fidelity means copy and paste. <laughs> it's a fancy word command to say. C. Copy, <laughs> command C. Command C. That'll be my quote. <laughs> Command C. <laughs> Command C. <laughs> oh my God, that's what I should paraphrase in my essay. As Andrew Dudley said, blah, blah, blah. But as I that say, needs, That C. needs to be a meme. <laughs> Command C. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. Just goes on wiki. Command C. Yeah. If I was to do this, I would have just made it longer and just done its own thing. Like, I would have had more, you know, searching for the Joker. I would have maybe had, like, a little more origin to the Red Hood. And what's weird to me is like these some of the people worked on the original animated series, mm -hmm. which almost every episode is really well written, especially for a 20 minute children's show or like young, young adult yeah. preteen show. And for them to just get it so wrong. It just, it just doesn't make sense. And at least ha they should have had the Joker introduced 
you know, at some point in the beginning of the movie, whether he's just like, <laughs> like somewhere in there, you know yeah, what I mean? Because he's like not in, he's empty. Yeah, he's literally not in the movie for like 30 to 40 minutes. So he could have left a card for Batman, like a playing card or anything, and then, you know, popped up again later. But it feels like two totally different movies just melded into one. Yeah. And I feel like the Batgirl part would have been probably okay if it was its own movie. I would have been like, yeah, it's all right. But- I would have loved to see a Batgirl movie. Maybe not with the same writers. And, you know, the director, has this isn't his first rodeo. They've done, like, a lot of stuff. They've yeah, done that's a lot what's of the really Titus, odd. Teen Titus. Teen Titus. Teen, teen Titus. Titties. God damn it. That's so teen wrong. Teen Titus <laughs> movies. Yeah, that's, that's, man, we're going to have, like, <laughs> someone, like, call us about that. Uh, teen Titans. Oh, by the way, if you want to complain or report us, we our email is. Well, teens could be 18. Legal teen titties. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> All right. Uh, I give it a six. If it was just the last 40 minutes, which is, I think, what we wanted, give just a, a shorter seven version. I'd give it an eight. I'd give it a seven. Just my, I mean, not an eight, just because the animation's weak. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was one difference. There was more action in the animated film. Like, he fought all the circus people. In the Alan Moore comic, he just rode up on the Batmobile and, like, hit a couple of them. Which makes more sense to me. Why Batman <laughs> waste his time? Yeah, hopping out and fighting people. Yeah, he had to fight, like, a werewolf. A, 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 a fat it, lady. And by that, dies. we mean the circus tents of a fat lady. Yeah, she's big. Well, that's all. And fun. then some, like, Siamese. Lady, Siamese twins. twins. You know, carny folk. The baby people. They were weird. They were really they were weird. Very distri- oh, there's also a weird part in both where they strip uh, Gordon naked and they yeah, put like I, a, a S&M type of chain and collar on him. I don't get the point. I guess just that. to make him go crazy and just degrade him as much as possible. It was very degrading. I guess. I just don't see how he couldn't escape some like little baby angel things, ugly goblin kids. They had a kids. taser, I guess, but I I think that's very Alan Moore. Commissioner Gord, Commissioner Kavorden could Kavorden, be- the Russian version of Gordon could beat up some Kavorden baby people. He just drinks vodka and he's like Batman. Batman! Oh my god, I would love that. <laughs> Batman. There's a Russian Batman. Maybe there is a Kavorden. Batman. I am Batman. Anywho, man. All right. I think I think that's it. Uh, as a, as an adaptation, not Gavorden. so great. As its own film, it sucks. Yeah, not great. Just uh, just read the comic. It'll take you like twenty minutes. Yeah, you yeah. honestly, me. you're better off either watching the last forty minutes on YouTube or just reading the comic. Honestly, both will take you as long. Actually, the comic would be faster. Probably, and you'd, you'd probably enjoy it more. And you could put your own voices in there, so yeah, yeah. I like it. I, I'd say we. This is one of those times. Stick or, to the comic, or take the audio from the movie and read. The comic. That seems seem a little complicated. Yeah, but might be an enjoyable experience. Okay, do that then. <laughs> do that. <laughs> All right, so that's it. If you want to contact us, uh, source of screen podcast at gmail dot com. Or that Twitter. is source underscore two underscore screen. Sorry, source to screen was taken on Twitter. It has eight posts. I'm going to go threaten it's, them to give it to us. It's from like 2008. I know. I got to go talk to those guys. They won't They won't can, respond. Can we have your Twitter? 
Please give us your Twitter handle. Uh, yeah, send in fan mail. Leave comments, like our shit, whatnot. Oh, I found out the person who left a, a, a message. Yeah. Her name was Maria Harris, and she actually just gave it a thumbs up. But it said comment, so I thought it was a comment. You told me this already. Did I say it on the podcast already? No, but it's not information that they need. Thank you, Maria Harris. <laughs> Thank you, Maria Harris. <laughs> Shout out to Maria for your thumbs up. Thank you, Maria. I don't know why I said nerdy cat, because her name's Maria. <laughs> All right. That's the end of the podcast. Later, please. Later, please. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from.